0: This is Friends After Five, a podcast featuring two co-workers who will hop on this podcast after five as friends.
1: We share our experiences as third-culture kids while highlighting voices amongst our fellow Asians and people of color. Hi everyone, I'm Steph. And I'm Tina. Welcome back to another episode of Friends After Five. Yay!
0: Tina, how's your week been?
1: My week has been good. I do have an update for everybody. So the person that I was seeing, we are no longer seeing each other. And I'm okay. It's fine. (laughs) I think this, you know, sometimes this is just how dating is. Sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. In this case, it didn't work out, but that's okay. Um, I think I learned a lot out of the time I spent with him and now I know more about what I want and the qualities that I want in a partner too. So I don't regret anything, even though, you know, we're no longer talking. He was still a person that did provide more insight into my life. And just, I was able to learn more about myself and what I'm seeking the expectations that I set for myself and my partner it's okay to be sad for a little bit, but definitely reach out to your friends, your social support system, and you learn that there are going to be people in your life there for you, and that's what I've learned as well, and that's always a good feeling to have. And Steph was one of those people, for sure, so thanks, Steph, for all your support
0: and love. What? I was just going to say that, especially with someone like you, Tina, you're so busy every weekend. And I know we've talked about this before and you always say like, oh, like Steph, you're also like extroverted, but I'm definitely not. Because when I hear your plans, like for every weekend, I'm like, I would not. (laughs) No, I'm not down. (laughs) Like, I don't want to do, like, from morning to night. Like, I don't want to go to things. I don't want to talk to people all day. And, like, obviously, I love talking to, like, you, Tina, or, like, my friends. But your plans, like, you're just, like, a busy girl. And I think that's the best thing you can do is just, like, keep yourself busy, which, you know, is not hard for you. (laughs) And just keep focusing on yourself and, like, loving yourself and just being, like, patient with yourself. Like, I definitely think there's going to be days when you're just going to be a little bit sad and that's totally fine because you just got to get it out so you don't take it out on the next relationship or the next person or someone that might not, you know, be deserving of that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I totally agree. This is not the first time that I've gone through like a breakup situation, Yeah, but I kind of forgot about all of the highs and lows that you go through because one day I'll be like I'm totally over it wow it's only been like x days and then tomorrow the next day I'll be like oh my god like what like I'll be like crying and be like oh I'm not over it and then it's just like that cycle kind of repeats and it's just it, it is a learning experience though because I think through this I have learned to be more empathetic as well just because I forgot how difficult it was. Of course, you're gonna get better, but there's still moments of vulnerability you may not expect a little bit further down the line. So I think that's helped me realize to also check up on my friends who may be going through something difficult. Even you know, even if a few weeks has, have passed by, and you might think, oh, they're over it. It'll be nice to just check in with a friend and let them know that you're still thinking of them, and you know they're going through a hard time and you just want to make sure they're still okay.
0: Yeah, I agree. Everyone processes things differently. And some people take longer, some people shorter. But yeah, you just never really know like what's going on. Like, even though like, obviously, when I see Tina, she looks really happy. (laughs) But I don't really know like if she's like, actually like 100% happy in there. So it's just good to check up because yeah, maybe your friends will want to talk about it. Or maybe they need like a second opinion because i think it's easy like when i'm going through something i just kind of pigeonhole and then i think about it a thousand times mm-hmm. thinking about the yeah. different scenarios that could have went down but when you process it with someone else they may have a more rational point of view and that goes with everything just like <laughs> asking for other people's opinion and talking things out is always great so love that you have that <laughs> empathetic point of view <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean I already feel a lot better just t- talking about it now with you stuff and reminding myself of different perspectives and it just always feels nice to have a friend lend you their ears so you can know that you know what you were thinking may not be correct or maybe a little bit more biased and mm-hmm. then they can provide more objective and also more more of a loving compassionate perspective because I know sometimes when you're in the situation, you can be a little bit harder on yourself. So it's nice to just have someone else that's more objective, who can give us more validation and compassion than we would give ourselves in Mm -hmm. that moment in time. Yeah. So Steph, how was your week then?
0: Yeah, my week has been pretty good. I have been a little bit stressed and anxious lately, just because of some things that have been going on, not necessarily bad things and Tina knows, but just a lot of uncertainty. (laughs)
1: Mm, Yeah. Uncertainty is always an anxious feeling. But that's life, right? Life is full of unknowns.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it would be nice to 100% know what's going on and what your future looks like. But, you know, sometimes it's got to be an 80% thing (laughs) that it it might happen. But there's also 20% it might not. And, I'll talk about this more later so I don't jinx myself, but <laughs> those are good
1: odds though. So I I know of course you're the person in the situation, so it's like ah, why you know a little bit more nerve-wracking, but as your objective friend standing on the sidelines, I am pretty confident that what you want is going to happen.
0: Thanks, Tina. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that means anything, but <laughs> It does. And yeah, you've been really helpful, Tina, just helping me talk things out because you obviously know all the players that are involved in the situation and mm-hmm. you've have more experience. So that's been really great to get your feedback on everything. So I have been stressed and anxious more than usual. And something I do is I grind my teeth at night. Oh no. Yeah, and it's happened since college and I used to wear a night guard. So not a night not like a personal night guard, but just like one from Amazon and it was really like thin and it was fine. But I went to the dentist this week and they said I had fractures in my teeth from grinding my oh, teeth. Oh no. I that doesn't sound good. <laughs> I don't know It what doesn't sound is. good at all. It's so funny yeah. cuz I thought it was plaque. Which is also gross, but there are actually fractures because my teeth are like breaking. Oh no! So, yeah, I'm gonna be wearing night guards from now on moving forward. And also, I need to get a crown next week. So, oh, yay. I'm so sorry, Seth. That's,
1: oh, teeth work is never fun. It's not. Yeah, I remember the last time, was it your wisdom teeth? I think you got your wisdom teeth removed, and then yeah. the dentist said you couldn't work out for three days, and you started freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I remember, the, I remember when I got my wisdom teeth out, and he was just like, don't work for three days. I was like, awesome. So far. <laughs> An excuse not to work out, I'll take it.
0: I know. I was trying to argue with a dentist, but I was like, it's just been. I'm just sitting down. It's not super intense.
1: <laughs> um I, that's a negative. It is definitely very intense. You're not just sitting down. You're standing up like the whole time. True, true. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: the dentist is not having it. Or the,
1: (laughs) you can't bamboozle this one.
0: I know, I know. They're like, no, just go home and rest. Go home. (laughs) Stop arguing.
1: (laughs) Oh. Well, I hope your procedure goes well. I I don't know what it's like to get a crown.
0: All I know is that at least a crown is better than root canal, which I've had two of. So (laughs) (laughs) grateful that it's not that.
1: Yeah, then you're set. Yeah, Yeah.
0: I'll be fine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so then for this week's episode, we're getting into formation, habit formation, that is. We'll be discussing how building habits can change your life, tips on how to implement and build habits. And finally, habits that we value and maintain in our daily lives, as well as habits that we want to work on. So I don't know if you know this about me, stuff, but I actually really love the concept of habits. I am really into the idea of habits and how small everyday changes and actions can really add up and compound on each other to create a better you
0: and a better lifestyle.
1: Right now I'm reading the book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. Have you heard of it?
0: I have heard of it, never read it.
1: Yeah, it's a pretty popular cult.
0: Uh, Yeah, it's it's got got a a cult following. Yeah, yeah, Uh exactly.
1: So I started reading that book, and I really like it because it's a really practical guide on how to form habits and Mm -hmm. break bad ones. And what I really liked about the book is that in the beginning, he talks about starting off with creating an identity or a self-image of yourself that you want to identify with. So... Obviously, identity is created out of your actions, and just by virtue of frequency, your habits are going to play a big factor in your identity and your self-image. So to change the narrative on how you view yourself, you can build better habits, aka accomplish small wins, and that will instill more trust and self-confidence. So...
0: I like that yeah, so yeah I think I'll I've heard make, that before oh you
1: have that was the first time I've heard of it and it really spoke to me because I was it like makes that's sense. so true
0: I think my therapist has told me that before like maybe instead of setting these huge goals you can't accomplish you should just start with something little and then check them off and eventually you're gonna start trusting yourself more to do things because you're like I did all this I can do more exactly you start to believe in yourself
1: yeah that's pretty cool yeah yeah so then I was asking myself, who do I want to become? What are the habits that I want to work on to instill that identity that I want to identify with? Right. And then honestly, you came to mind stuff. No! <laughs> Not me! <laughs> as a
0: bad example? No,
1: as a good example. I want to identify with someone I as don't a know, bad maybe example. Maybe you're like,
0: I want to move away <laughs> from that. Bad example and strive towards better. No, 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 no. So, one of the
1: strategies that James writes in his book is called implementation intention. What that formula is is I will behavior at time in location. So, I actually wrote that out in my bullet journal. So, for example, I wrote down I will spin at 7 a.m. at full cycle. So it's very clear and precise as to when and where you're going to form and establish those habits because if it's kind of wishy-washy or vague then you're not going to you're not going to do it. Yeah. So as long as you have a plan in place and you know exactly when and where then it's more easy to accomplish.
0: Yeah, it makes it easier to yeah. follow through.
1: Mm-hmm. And then also on top of that what I've been also learning is that the more frequently you perform something, then inevitably you will get better at it. So it is kind of a positive feedback loop that (laughs) is addicting and it feeds itself. Yeah. Yeah. You just have to get over the hump initially. So for spin, spin is still very difficult for me. And I'm not always on B because I'm so tired, but I've seen my scores going up more and more as Uh I've been doing it more. And that is very very rewarding in itself just to see myself improve and get stronger yeah
0: i mean you're obviously going to improve at anything you work hard at so exactly. that makes sense yeah you
1: just have to work at it and
0: you just have to take the first step and yeah. then take a couple more steps <laughs> and then just keep forcing yourself and eventually you won't even be forcing exactly. yourself. exactly
1: eventually habits are supposed to be automatic
0: yeah so you don't even think about it
1: exactly yeah Mm-hmm. So, Steph, can you talk about three habits you have already implemented in your daily life and how this has impacted or changed your life?
0: So, since we were just talking about going to the dentist, every day I actually tried to use mouthwash and floss my teeth.
1: (laughs) That's really good.
0: Yeah. And I think in college, I used to love snacking when studying and something that I really enjoyed was Sour Patch Kids which are so terrible. (laughs) I don't think they're terrible in like calories or anything just but just like for your teeth because they're super sugary. Mm -hmm. And I would sometimes go to bed without brushing my teeth. And especially because I wasn't living in Orange County. And this is where my dentist is. When I came back, I had 11 cavities. (gasps) And I also had to get an emergency root canal because they said I had to do it right away. Because it was an emergency situation. <laughs>
1: Hence the emergency root canal thing stuff.
0: You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what like caused it to be an emergency. So now I'm just really careful with my teeth. And this time I only have one cavity that needs Yay. to get crowned, which is better than 11 or a root canal.
1: Yes, I definitely agree.
0: Uh, the second thing I do is I journal. So I used to keep a diary when I was little. And I wrote in it from first through third grade and then off and on through high school. Wait,
1: that's so cute. You wrote in it when you were like six years old. Oh,
0: that's yeah. so cool. I mean, granted, it's pretty funny. Like I have gone back and reread entries and a lot of it is just me being like, my parents are so mean to me today. Like <laughs> I got in trouble for not playing the piano. <laughs> <laughs> but there's also cool things that like, I'm like, oh, like I went on this field trip with my friends and I really liked it and like oh, things like that, that you can kind of reflect on how you're feeling at that time. So yeah. it, it is interesting to look back at.
1: Yeah. Maybe one day you can share some of your entries.
0: I totally can. Yeah. It's pretty funny. <laughs> it's-
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. I'd love to hear it.
0: Thanks, Tina. Yeah. So I do think journaling is pretty cool. and We've talked about it here too, but it does help you process your feelings, happy or sad. And since therapy, my therapist asked me to journal and I'll read my journal entries throughout our session. And then she'll ask me follow-up questions, which I will then go back and journal about for the next session. And I know it's cheesy, but I love that the therapist. My therapist is helping me answer my own questions because sometimes I'll write about things that I'm not exactly too happy with and then she'll help me dive a little bit deeper into why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling or how I can move on from something that's been on my mind or holding me back.
1: Oh my gosh, I really love that because it shows that you're putting work and effort and thought into your sessions because you're writing about it already already. And then I love that your therapist has you just read your journal entries and then she actually helps you process your feelings. That's amazing. I don't know. I'm just like very impressed uh, of of the strategy, I guess. Maybe I can also suggest that to my own therapist.
0: (laughs) You're like, okay, we're going to be doing a little bit more extra work. We're going to be getting a little bit more in. I'm going to be talking a lot more in these sessions.
1: yes you're the one with the license but I'm gonna be
0: I'm gonna be leading it from now <laughs> yeah. yeah I don't know I think journaling has been something that helped me a lot and even just I know we both can be hard on ourselves or maybe just me
1: <laughs> I think I think we're all our own worst critic
0: yeah exactly and it's interesting sometimes reading the journal entries i'm like wow like this is really harsh because like me writing it down i was like yeah this is like exactly how i'm feeling about myself like how could i do that like that was so like not smart and then when i read it i'm like oh this is i'm i get kind of embarrassed because i'm like this is like really bad self talk. <laughs>
1: i mean i don't think you should feel embarrassed but i mean i think when you do feel embarrassed it does mean that there's growth there because you don't feel that way anymore
0: true yeah Yeah. and then the last thing i just had was my five minute journal i'm a huge morning person and i look forward to my morning routine and my home routine is a little bit different from my work routine but i think no matter what I do the journal and I think it's great to just set intentions for the day and also reflect on it before you go to sleep. What about you, Tina? What are three habits that you have implemented in your daily life and how has this changed your life?
1: Okay, so for me, I was thinking about this and then I realized that I don't have that many daily habits. (laughs) But it's something that I really want to work on. But the few that I could recall did have to do with morning routines, which is surprising to me because I'm not a morning person. (laughs) Like Steph, Steph is a total morning person. I'm like total night owl. The first one is I always make sure to make my bed every morning. I feel like this sets the tone for the rest of the day. And you might wake up, you know, when you wake up, you're kind of like, Oh, I'm so tired. I didn't get enough Mm -hmm. sleep, etc. But I think At least doing this one task, it kind of keeps you more productive or in that productive state. And then also, we are working from home now. So when I look over, my bed is to my left. So if I were to look over, my bed is like all messy. I feel like that would just reflect in my mental state as well. Like, oh my God, it's so messy. And, you know, everything would just be so disorganized. But I look over and I see my bed is made and everything's nice and me. So then I feel like that does help declutter my mind and mental state as well.
0: No, I love that you said that because I think making your bed is the easiest thing anyone can do. And something I'm fortunate is um, something that I'm blessed with is that I actually never make the bed because, <laughs> <laughs> listen, but my, ba- my bed is always made because I usually spend nights at my boyfriend's house, and I am a morning owl. I mean, I am a morning person, so I wake up before he wakes up, and I leave before he's up, so I can't make the bed with him in it, (laughs) (laughs) but the bed is always made. Yeah.
1: Good point, good point. Okay, side note. I did go on a date once, and it was at his apartment, and he didn't even make his fucking bed, and the covers were literally in a ball. Ew. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was the only one and only date. (laughs) But I was like, dude, if you're going to have a girl over, dude, make your fucking bed, okay? Mm -hmm. That's not even, like, a life pro tip. That's just common sense. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. okay and then the second habit that I do is I drink green tea every morning so for me it does help set the tone for the rest of my morning it helps me feel more energized and ready to face the rest of my day and also has a lot of healthy antioxidants so that I feel like I'm doing my body a favor instead (laughs) yeah and then it's just nice to have something to look forward to in, in the day even though it's something so small but Drinking my green tea every morning just kind of helps me stay grounded, I guess. And it's just a nice pick-me-up every morning.
0: I love that. Do you add anything to your green tea?
1: I try not to. I used to add honey here and there, but then I just don't want to add so much sugar mm-hmm. in my diet, even though <laughs> – no, I mean, even though I fucking like drink boba every week or whatever, like what's a little honey going to do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're like, no, like, I can't do a, s- a little, like, teaspoon of honey, but, like, boba, count me in. <laughs> Cupcakes, count me in. Yeah.
1: yeah, I know. It's, like, such backwards thinking, but I try to salvage what I can, you know? Like, it's the little things.
0: Yeah, it definitely is the little things. And it's what you start your day with, too. So I love that you keep it nice and simple.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Unless I'm like really feeling feisty, then maybe I'll add a little honey and be (laughs) like, I deserve this today. (laughs) Yeah. And the third thing is that I try to read every night before I go to bed. Oh. Yeah. Not like, I'm not reading like huge amounts, but maybe just a few pages just to reset my mind so it's not going like a thousand miles per hour. And it's just a nice way to settle down and set your mind for sleep.
0: It's way better than being on your phone or watching TV for sure. Yeah. What book are you reading right now?
1: Right now I'm actually reading Sapiens.
0: Oh! Yeah. That's like a really good like a coffee shop book, right? Because a lot of people read it. Yeah. <laughs> it's then, a good conversation starter.
1: Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I was like, am I if I'm gonna be back in the dating game, I gotta, you know, check <laughs> out <off> my game. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So those are my three habits.
0: I love that. Tina, what are some habits that you want to start working on, implementing in your life?
1: Okay. First off, I do want to say that I knew this was going to happen, but all of my habits that I want to work on are habits that Steph already does. I already I knew. <laughs>
0: are you serious well
1: most two two of them are or at least the ones you just mentioned or <laughs> the ones that i know you do already
0: okay let's hear it i'm excited maybe i don't actually do them
1: <laughs> no you do okay the first one is journaling so you just mentioned that one and i knew you already journal so mm-hmm. i journal here and there it's definitely not a daily thing but like steph said i definitely think it helps a lot with self-reflection setting down intentions, goals, and then you're able to process your thoughts and emotions better. And every time I do journal, especially when I am going through something, and that's essentially when I journal because I need to <laughs> get my like feelings out. And then I feel a lot better afterwards, but I still don't do it every day. Because I'm, if I'm feeling okay, I'm like, okay, I'm feeling good. Like I don't feel the need to journal, but I know
0: mm-hmm.
1: that it's still good to upkeep the habit on a daily basis.
0: Yeah, and I will say, Tina, you should try looking up prompts or which you've probably done before, but I remember when I was feeling a little bit sad because (laughs) I was going through a tough time when I switched birth controls and then I was just really sad for a little bit and then I'm off of that now. But anyway, so I like looked into like, oh, like what kind of prompts, like seven days of journal prompts for happiness and writing about that in, like, a really focused way. It did help me figure out how, like, how I want to go about journaling and give me, like, more direct things to write about every day.
1: Okay. Oh, I love that. No, I've never heard of looking at prompts to uh, write about. So thanks for suggesting that stuff. Yeah, because usually I will just write about how I'm feeling because, like I said, I only pretty much journal when I'm feeling sad or I'm going through a tough time. So... That would be a really great way to focus my energy and try to counteract, you know, maybe some of the harder, more difficult emotions I'm feeling, which is fine, too. You know, like, obviously, life is not always rainbows and butterflies. You are going to go through tough times. You are going to be sad sometimes. but That's okay. We'll get through it together. mm mm-hmm. um, And then the second one is fitness, which Steph is like fitness guru, like number one spin instructor. Yeah. So I know Steph, you're all about fitness. You are like so passionate about it and you could probably just work out. You probably, yeah, you work out probably every day or you could do it every day and not need a break or anything. But I know with fitness, you know, it just keeps you strong, both mind, body and spirit and it can help improve your mood protects against aging also when I do work out I feel like it reduces mental fog and it does I think stimulate more creativity and also of course with working out I want to be stronger and with me I have really 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 weak arms I've always had super weak arms I've always wanted to work on it but I never have it's like so much easier for me to work out my legs just because you know it's my legs are a lot stronger and it's like, oh, okay, like squats, whatever. I can do that so easily. Not so easily, but, <laughs> <laughs> but easy, more, more easily. But with my arms, when we do our arm exercises and spin class, literally after like five repetitions, I always have to take a break because my arms are going to fall off. I mean, obviously fitness has a lot of benefits. So I want to be able to maintain that more in my daily life. I think right now I only work out three times a week. And then two of those times, it's like more of a social setting. So it's a lot easy easier to incorporate because it's like a fun thing to do with your friends. But I do want to be more committed to fitness because right now it's not a commitment yet. Also, summer is approaching. So that's True. also a good reason.
0: Yeah, I love that you're finding out what works for you. and. Like everyone has something that they like and that works for them. So Mm -hmm. I think I love that you're trying all these new things like volleyball too and rock climbing and disc golfing, (laughs) which you happen to be pretty good at compared to Mm -hmm. me.
1: No, stop. You're getting a lot better towards the end. (laughs) I'm laughing, but I'm serious. Okay. Mm Okay. Yeah, I know. I did not expect to like these activities, to be honest, and I had kind of resisted against the idea of participating, but I'm really glad that I eventually sucked it up and faced my fears. Okay, and then the third habit that I really want to work on that I have picked up and then kind of like fell off is meditation.
0: (gasps) I have the exact same one listed.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so with meditation – it helps with equanimity which is keeping your mental composure especially in difficult situations i definitely discovered that when i was a little bit younger i was definitely more emotionally reactive but i think as i've grown and you know matured more i've definitely learned to keep a more level head i mean i guess this is just my own assessment so not every, maybe not everyone agrees but I do think I've learned to be more level-headed even in difficult situations where people may say things that can upset you but you just have to remember that they're probably not trying to upset you but it's all about the way you perceive it as well you know you don't want to react you want to respond to situations that's kind of like my quote because then that means that you're able to kind of think it over a little bit more and then not allow your emotions to control you. Also meditation does help you stay more present in the moment. Um I think when I am going through something more difficult, I tend to ruminate a lot and just like Seth said think about all the thousand different scenarios that could have happened and it's like such a waste of time mm-hmm. because what happened is what happened. Nothing's going to change. And then also there have been studies that say that it helps Develop parts of your brain, or it like helps develop more connections and parts of your brain. Okay, yeah. So I feel like that's a really cool thing. Like, who doesn't want to make their brain bigger? You know, so.
0: <laughs> or utilize more of their brain, right? Yeah. We only use, isn't it like twenty percent or something? Like a number that's really tiny.
1: Some something like that, but yeah,
0: yeah. Well, they did a study. I don't know where I got this number but I think I heard about this same study so you know how monks meditate right Mm -hmm. so after the monks died they found out that they had alzheimer's which is like pretty much a deterioration of the brain but because they were like constantly like meditating and talking to people all day it was undetected like they didn't even know that they had alzheimer's which is incredible
1: that is incredible Wow, you have yeah. more reason to, to meditate. hmm Yeah, all the protective benefits of meditation. So, Steph, what about you? What are three habits that you're working on implementing into your life?
0: Okay. Yeah, so I actually had pretty similar habits that I wanted to start doing. But something that I want to do that's you didn't mention is I'm trying to learn Spanish. Oh, and- that's right. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So my boyfriend's family is Mexican and I want to learn Spanish so that I can communicate more effectively. And I've been using Duolingo, which is a language learning app. I'm sure most people have heard of it, but I had a 65 day streak going, but I just missed a day recently.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's okay. 65 days is awesome.
0: Yeah, it's better than nothing, right? So I'm currently taking classes for my career through U- the UCI extension program. But once that's done, I definitely want to ramp up how I'm learning Spanish, possibly taking a class via the community college, because I think that's how I learn personally.
1: Oh, definitely. And then at least in the class, you're with peers who are on the same level as you that you can practice with. And so that will be definitely very helpful. Because if you don't use the language you're gonna lose it for sure do you practice with your boyfriend at all at home In in su
0: <laughs> no i mean sometimes i'll be really motivated and i'll just say like random things in spanish like oh like pass me the cerveza or whatever <laughs> or like just random little tidbits like that but then he'll always like I don't know. He just doesn't speak it to me. Like, I hear him saying it to everybody else, but, I mean, clearly I'm not going to pick up on it if it's super fast and not directed at me. (laughs) 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 Like, I need someone to be like, oh, like, yes, like, I had a good day. Like, you can't Mm -hmm, just be like, mm -hmm. okay, blah, 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 And then it's like not – I'm not going to pick up anything.
1: (laughs) Yeah. No, that's like advanced level and we're still beginner.
0: Yeah. I'm still like barely beginner. (laughs) I definitely want to try to ramp that up. I did watch a YouTube video and they're like, you can start watching shows in like Spanish and with English subtitles and also like YouTubers in Spanish and also practicing with people that actually speak Spanish, you know, which I guess I'll just have to force him to help me practice.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But I think that's awesome that you are learning a language so that you can communicate better and more effectively with your significant other's family. Like, who does that? That's amazing. That's when you know they're the one, you know, <laughs> when they learn your language for you so they can speak with your family. I think that is so sweet and very mature of you. And I hope maybe one day he will also want to learn. Not like, not like you know, not like on an advanced level, but maybe just like a little beginner basics of you know man mandarin
0: mandarin yeah i mean i do think mandarin is a pretty hard language to learn (laughs) but i mean it's not hard to learn the few phrases like thank you like hello how are you right just like little things like that are not that hard but Mm -hmm. yeah i mean you know like vietnamese like that's way harder than spanish right or french Uh,
1: it's it's a harder adjustment from English to Vietnamese and from English to Spanish. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's why I meant. We both speak English, so learning, like, things that are kind of similar to English would be yeah. easier, mm-hmm. but learning something like an Asian language, like, oh, oh, good luck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so we'll give him a pass on that, I guess.
0: Yeah, well, not that big of a pass because he should at least try, like, just a little bit. Like, we don't need to get, like, <laughs> the sentence structures all correct, but just a few phrases here and there. <laughs>
1: exactly, just to impress your, your parents, that's all.
0: Yeah. And I also want to start running again at least once a week, which last year I was pretty good at it because I was training for the half marathon. But after that, I kind of fell off the wagon. So definitely want to start doing it again. And just being outside with the fresh air is really nice. And listening to music or podcasts, it's the best feeling. And I think it's really relaxing. Like I have a lot of anxiety and running always helps me kind of start your day or end your day on a good note. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I remember we used to run a few times before work on that dang monstrous hill behind our work. It was death. Fun? <laughs> <laughs> I, co- I consider it death. Of course, staff considers it fun. But I will say afterwards, it was a very good feeling to have gotten your workout out of the way. Running is a really good way to decompress and clear your mind, uh, reset your body, all of that. So and I know, Steph, you, you are a runner for sure. You were always like a thousand miles ahead of me. No, no. <laughs> One time she was so far ahead that I got lost and I like almost didn't make it back to work. <laughs>
0: That was pretty funny. You've been working at our company way longer than anyone else. But you're the only one that got lost. Yeah, but
1: I don't run behind the hill of our building ever until I met you, Saf. Me working there longer is is, you know, does not apply in this situation.
0: (laughs) That was so funny. I was wondering where you were (laughs) until you called me.
1: (laughs) Yeah, only I would get lost. I am very directionally challenged.
0: Yeah, luckily no days of work were missed. (laughs) (laughs) Just the last thing that I want to start doing again is also meditation, like Tina had mentioned. And during the beginning of the pandemic, I actually started. That was the first time I'd ever started meditating. Mm -hmm. And I really liked how it felt because I was super restless and didn't know what was going on and I did not feel grounded at all. And meditation helped me with that. So I wanted to start doing it more often so I have a more positive mindset. I think it's pretty easy to be a negative Nelly or just to hate on yourself. But I want to practice being kinder to myself and kinder to others. Specifically in how I judge others sometimes (laughs) in the not so positive light. You do and assume the worst intents.
1: No, yeah, I think that's a great goal to have. I think maybe you're just used because you had a more traumatic childhood, it's easier for you to default to more negative assumptions about people because that's kind of what you've learned unfortunately based on your past
0: yeah like the worst of humankind (laughs) they exist face them
1: (laughs) oh yeah but i think now hopefully you'll start to unlearn that more so as you meet more people who can hopefully prove that narrative wrong like me (laughs) (laughs) i always have to you know hype myself up (laughs)
0: yeah just a little plug
1: (laughs) (laughs) like you said you know we're our own worst critics so we gotta work on being more kind and compassionate to ourselves true yeah okay so Steph what's one bad habit that you'd like to work on or improve on and then how do you plan on doing that
0: so I think my worst habit That I would like to work on is my screen time. And Mm. almost every day in my five minute gratitude journal, the question is, how could today have been better? (laughs) And I write, decrease screen time, get on my phone less, watch less Netflix. (laughs) So I think something I can do is instead of just saying like, hey, I want to do this thing. I can probably set tangible goals. So mm-hmm. I think for me, something that's fair is probably like less than t- two hours and a half on my phone.
1: That's pretty hard.
0: Okay, good. I thought you're going to say that's pretty like, <laughs> that's, no, that's a lie. Really
1: hard. No, 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 no.
0: Yeah, because sometimes you have to go on your phone for like, navigation or mm-hmm. you're FaceTiming someone.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't count those. Exactly. But if you're on TikTok or Instagram for, you know, no purpose.
0: Yeah, that's not... (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. No, like, productive purpose.
0: Yeah, and I will say sometimes I do get cool ideas from Mm -hmm. social media, but it's once in a blue moon. Like, sometimes I'm like, wow, there's a cool hack I can do, but it's not everything that I'm seeing on social media is something that will enrich my life or (laughs) make it easier. And also... I think I'm going to limit myself to two episodes every day of TV, just maybe on the weekdays (laughs) because I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen on the weekends. Like, if I think if you're watching a movie with friends or like if I'm going to watch a movie with my boyfriend or if I'm watching TV with my boyfriend, I don't count that as necessarily as unproductive because you're doing that with someone else and you're sharing experience and you can talk about it afterwards, so it can be kind of social – So, yeah, I think I'm going to do but two episodes by myself every day and with free time, like Tina mentioned earlier, reading. So I'm going to start reading more.
1: I think you do read a lot already. But, yeah, you can increase your book time, page time. Instead of screen time.
0: (laughs) Instead of screen time. True.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but I definitely agree being on your phone or on the internet is like such a time suck, but everyone does it. It's so addicting. It's so hard to break out of that habit. So I definitely commend you for trying to set goals
0: to limit yourself. Thanks. I mean, it must not be hard for you since you just got Instagram and you're not even on it that much because sometimes I'll message Tina and then she won't respond for a long time. (laughs) And I just think like, oh, like, (laughs) <laughs> she didn't like I don't know she didn't think it was interesting no <laughs> no 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 no. no. I
1: really I try not to go on it too much I think because I got in it so late in the game that it's not as addicting for me
0: yeah good for um, you Tina
1: um but we'll see I mean I'm still new to Instagram maybe I'll I don't know maybe it'll suck me in one day
0: <laughs> <laughs> hopefully not hopefully not <laughs> Um. Yeah. What about you, Tina? Do you have any bad habits that you like to work on?
1: Yes. My kryptonite is that I sleep late. Oh! <laughs> yes. I sleep so late for no reason. And it's kind of combined with your screen time stuff because I'm just on my laptop doing who knows what. Nothing productive. I can say that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So... I sleep late. And Wait, what time I'm... do
0: you usually sleep?
1: Okay, so more recently, it's it's been getting a little bit better because I have been more active and going out and, like, exercising more, so I do get tired more easily. So more recently, I would say average 11 to 12, but usually – 12
0: or 11?
1: 11 to 12.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah.
1: But before, you know, my new active lifestyle, it was usually 1 o'clock. Oh. <gasps> I know.
0: It's bad. That's not bad if you're sleeping in because since you're not commuting to the office, you can sleep in a little bit more, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'll wake up at like eight or so. So that's still seven hours of sleep. And you're supposed to get seven to eight hours a day. Even six hours is like too little. Mm-hmm. It's just not a good habit to have because sleep is so important. And I know that there was a book I was reading called why we sleep and it just had like so much information on how sleep is so valuable and how you need seven to eight hours even sleeping even if you are sleeping late and you are getting seven to eight hours it's still like not the best i i forgot the reasoning but uh oh. it's better to to sleep early and what did early? the
0: book recommend as an early
1: i would say probably like before 11 i think it was before 11. oh yeah, oh, I'm so good. Yeah. Dude, girl, yeah. yous about like nine or ten, and I'm just like, wow. Ten fifteen. Wow. I'm like, dude, my night is barely getting started at ten. I'm like, <laughs> oh my pumped. I'm ready to go.
0: Like at 10, you have a burst of energy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm like, woohoo, it's only 10. I still have three hours of you know wake time to do nothing. <laughs> that is something I am trying to work on. So in the book Atomic Habits that I uh, that I was reading, a way to get rid of bad habits is to make them a lot more difficult. Oh yeah so an example is let's say you're a gamer or you like to play on your PlayStation so a way to mitigate playing on your console is always putting it away in like a cabinet or something so that every time you have to play you have to like take it out and set it up again so just that little bit more effort, can kind of deter you from wanting to play the game. That's just an example. And then another example he has in the book to sleep early is there's like an outlet timer that you can install and you can set it so that let's say at at 10 p.m. every night, all the electronic devices and like the internet is like shut off. So you cannot be on your phone. You cannot be on your laptop. It's time for bed. So I don't think I can do that, especially because I live with roommates. I can't be shutting down the internet for everyone. (laughs) But I thought that was a really cool idea to definitely implement, you know, sleeping early. I think my goal now is to sleep around 12. And like I said, being more active has definitely helped me to want to sleep earlier. So I'll try to just be like super active and work on my fitness as well so that I can like stack my habits and try to improve them.
0: I love that we're talking about all our habits and hopefully we can follow up with everyone in a few weeks or so on how we have progressed with everything and hopefully learning about Atomic Habits and hearing Tina's synopsis on the book and – what kind of techniques the book recommends and what we're going to do. will help you guys form your habits and break your bad habits as well. <laughs> Anyways, Tina, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find us on social media?
1: Yes. So you can find us at friend After Five, stuff at Steph Christabel, and then me at Tina Honey with two Ys. Have a great week, guys. Bye.